What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It gives me great pleasure to welcome you back once again to Fighting Fire with Fire, the AJ Rose Show. At time of recording, it is Thursday, January 12th, 2017, and with me here in Dorchester, Roxbury, Massachusetts, is my good friend, my co-worker, one of the very best singers I know, Mr. Donald Brown. Don, say hi to the people. Hello, hello, everybody. What's going on? First off, before we dive into things, Don Earl, you had an apology to make. <laughs> I'm ready. The people are ready. Dear Solange. <laughs> Pause. I apologize for sleeping on your glorious music. Darn right. A seat at the table. Solange's album, which has been lauded on this podcast multiple times. I told Don Earl about it. He waited. He put it off. He I waited. I didn't care. He didn't I, care. No. He didn't. He wasn't hearing it. No. He was like, I'm on my other shit. Yes. I got other shit to listen to. Yes. And then you listen to it. <laughs> it's and you're sorry. It's beautiful. <laughs> it, 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 it's absolutely beautiful. It was my third. I, I, it was my number three album of the year. I, I absolutely I, yeah, loved I, it. I, I didn't care. I listened to that podcast. I didn't care. It's crazy. Yes. Dude, I, and, and this is why you're apologizing. And yes, we, And I yes, appreciate it. Our yes. listeners appreciate it. And uh, I'm sure Solange appreciates it. Also, I can appreciate how much you uh, value the fan in this room, which we had to turn off for this podcast because it is already hot, <laughs> it is already hot in here. But these are the sacrifices we make Jesus for fighting fire with fire. Christ. So as we usually start Speaking out... Speaking of fire, there's a thousand degrees in here. We are now, t- to be fair, Donald's wearing jeans and a black sweater. Dumb in idea. addition to being a black man <laughs> in a tiny room. So that, that goes without saying. So... Don Earl, we usually start off these podcasts with a very simple bit. It's called, How Was Your Day? Now, you may not want to do that bit today, so that's up to you. We can skip over it if no, you like. No, let's do it. Let's so, Don Earl, how was your day? Amazing. <laughs> Why was it amazing? I got fired from a job I don't like. You got fired from your job? Yeah. And uh, would you want to tell the people what that job was? You don't have to. Okay. You certainly so don't have to. I I was uh into rental construction equipment. Let's leave it at right. that. Right. Rental construction equipment. Yeah. You yeah. did you didn't love it. No. And no. now you don't work there anymore. Exactly. It was kinda like you put me out of my misery. Basically. All right. And so, you still and you still have your side gig, which is working at Lansdowne of with course, Ma, of course, and providing providing some much needed soul and diversity <laughs> into the Lansdowne <laughs> pub scene. Which yeah, yeah. I can tell you I appreciate it because at least there's one other person who will shamelessly just belt out songs while we're putting furniture away or <laughs> taking it out, etc., etc. The other thing that we do, our first two bits on this show, it's a bit called So Hot Right Now. And it's where you and I both think of an album, a song, a person, a, a athlete, Stop a football player, there. something that you think is so hot right now. I know my track already. You got it already. What's your track? T-shirt. T-shirt. The T-shirt. song by Migos, which has an accompanying video on YouTube. I don't like look. Migos, but my God, this sh- that that song and the video alone kind of it, it, it captures my heart. It, it, it's beautiful. You love I it. I cried. I cried. And I is cried. there it just 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 for for my sake? Is there a reason why you don't like Migos in general, even if you like these this song and Bad and Bougie? Because I, I picture myself as a, as a backpack lover music, like a right. backpack hip hop. So kind of that Migos crack cocaine type of. Right, hip hop is not really my style, but Jesus Christ, this song, <laughs> my lord, it, it's the, dude. The cadence of the first verse, it, it's just but 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 it, it, it's it, it's very different from the triplets. No, it, it's so beautiful. I dig it. it. I've literally played it maybe at least 
A hundred times this week? A hundred times. I know Butcher That's a lot, that's a lot of times, times, times in one week. No, a hundred times. It's literally it's like the first thing on my on my on my car. Don Earl, uh, I really want to. This has been a long time coming uh, to have you on the podcast because you're an opinionated, uh, uh, <laughs> wonderful person to talk to, and I know that you're just going to tell it like it is. Yeah. So, is there uh, before we get into what you loved okay. this past year musically? Was there anything you just straight didn't like? Stuff that just left a bad taste in your mouth—a song, an album, even a movie, or something that 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 just 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 yucked your yum. <laughs> yucked your yum. That's a very white phrase, I know. <laughs> that's about. Um, and if the answer's nothing, that's great. If nothing really just well, here's the thing. I, I kind of choose you. what I listen to and choose what I watch, right? To what I like, so whatever that yucks my yum. That's a good. Exist that's that's a life. good point. So you just cut it out before it even gets to you. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So like I watch what I want to watch that's, and listen to what I want to listen to like that's that's why that's one of the beauties of 2016 is it not it, exactly that's why I listen to like like with a uh, Solange I was kind of like eh. and then someone's like hey listen 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 I'm like okay let me finally kind of indulge and then I was wrong there you go do you have a favorite song on a seat at the table quickly is it impo- is it the interludes I think you told me it was the interludes which is a great answer but well, well, I don't it, know if that's Craziness guy has sparked. I know that's cliche, but the covers on Cranes in the Sky is mm-hmm. beautiful. The, the you mean covers, the covers that people have done of yes. Cranes in the Sky. I don't well, think I've heard many of them. There's, there's this uh, kind of like light skinned girl where she she kills it. Yeah, and I'm just like like ill. Is the light skinned girl's name Solange? No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. But, uh, it's it's. it's Dude, she does an amazing job. And all like, right, I'll have to. We'll have to I give look like it the, up. kind of like the two claps. Uh, for all for all, for all our listeners, just Google light skin girl trains in the light sky skin cover. Girl shot. Yeah, maybe yeah. maybe some some will pop up. Hopefully, maybe yeah. it's not the same one. It was kind of a shout out, but I guess not. I yeah. wanted to give a quick prop to somebody who you told me about, and that's uh, a white guy with some soul named Alex. White Stone. Jesus. White, you, you, is that white is that your Jesus. is that your nickname for him for white Alex Jesus. Stone, or is it people's nickname for him? Okay. I literally paid to get VIP with Alan Stone. Yeah? Yes. Damn. Yes. He's, he's, uh, if you don't know who Alan Stone is, look up any number of songs. He does a wonderful cover of Is This Love by Bob Marley. Yes. Uh, which is how he first came up in conversation with the two of us. Yes. Yes. Uh, just a lot of good music flying around. The other thing that should be mentioned, Don Earl, if you're a person who goes to see live music at all, are you interested in the, do you know what Boston Calling is, the concert that's happened in May in Boston each of the last couple of years? Of course. So, did you see that they released what the bill is? Major Lazer, Chance the Rapper. Right. Of course, a ton of people, yes. Are, are you, May 20th, are you, 28th. Do you think it's worth it to, to pay a decent chunk of change for a three-day pass to a, a concert like that? No. 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 Because I've never done that and I wanted to ask your advice. Mm. I've never gone to like a mm. multi-day music festival. Mm. <laughs> no. No. Because the spot is too small. Yeah? Okay. It's it, it just... I understand what Boston's trying to do, mm. but I need like a bigger... Kind Venue. Of, exactly. And I understand you know, that whole outside vibe, the whole, you know, Boston's, you know, you know Coachella. Right. No. No. I, I understand you're trying to do, but I need... But there is no bigger venue in Boston. No, Boston is the smallest major city in America. It's smaller yeah. than Brooklyn. It's smaller is than it? yeah. It's smaller than pretty much any of the five boroughs of NYC. Boston is smaller than. It's kind of weird to wrap your head around that. But yes, wow. there's only there's only seven hundred thousand people, if that, in living in the greater Boston area. It's so few. Jesus, I know. 
New York is like what, ten million? It's something like that. It's like ten or eleven million. Yeah. Yeah. So so the the idea of having Coachella East in Boston doesn't <laughs> doesn't really compute. However, that, that being said, there are a bunch of artists on this bill who I think either of us would pay money to go see. Chance, Chance. the Rapper. Wait, wait, here's it. So when Chance comes into Boston, I guarantee he's going to hit another spot. He's going to what? Hit another spot. Hit another spot? Yes. So maybe he might go to another another venue. Oh, okay. Outside of Boston Calling? Is that what exactly. you're saying? Okay. Well, if great. you're in the city, you might as well hit another venue and get more money. Yeah. I, I happened to see Chance a couple months ago when he came to uh, Blue House Bank Pavilion and was it was everything you'd want from Chance. It was very cheesy and corny can, and great. Can, can can I make a, a sad, sad, mad, sad statement? Make a sad statement, Don Earl. Before Chance got big, uh-huh. I completely ignored him. You ignored him. See? He, he, this there, is... there, there was an underground gig in BU mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where, where Joey Badass... And Chance the Rapper was was the second person on the ticket. Damn. And I didn't give a flying... So this is post-Acid Rap. This is on the Acid Rap wave. No, this is before. Oh, this is 10-day wave. Yeah, this is way before. Okay, this is 2011, 2012? Yeah, I didn't give a flying fuck. (laughs) And and when I saw... like The year after, I'm like... (gasps) Right. What what have I done? Or rather, what did I not do? I felt so bad. I'm like, dude... He's a beast. Why did I not right. give a fuck? I feel like people are too hard on themselves for not getting on bandwagons early, and people give themselves way too much credit if they do jump on a bandwagon yeah, early. I, I, I mean, so before he wasn't that great, so I'm not I'm like, eh. I think that Ten Day is his least good project. I still think it's very good, but I would not have been over the moon excited to see Chance if well, I had it, only listened it, to Ten Day. Exactly. When you have Joey, Joey Badass, like, okay, cool. Right. The Joey, the, the, I think Joey's the inverse because Joey's first project that I heard about was 1999, <laughs> which and I think is bomb. which and is his best like, work and everything. It's been a slow decline since then, which is a bummer. And he's like 11, so why are you... 11 yeah. years old, is that what you said? He's, a, he's, he's very young. He's, he's, a, still, he's still in his early 20s. It's true, but 1999. You listened to I heard World Domination. I heard that Pinky and the Brain sample, and I was in. And uh, I saw him. Him, yeah, him and the Flatbush Zombies and the Underachievers. I saw the whole Beast Coast tour uh, with Static Select as the DJ in Baltimore, and it was great. And yeah, man, I went to college down in Baltimore. It was fantastic. Uh, I, I, you know. <laughs> I, I I am thankful that I'm six foot seven. You know, if I was if I was like an average if I was an average height white guy, I might have just gotten trampled. Yeah. But like, you know, you can you can get away with stuff. Touche. In any case, uh, chance is now a big thing. You know what my version of that is? My yeah. version of that is my friend Warren Warren Lotus. He rapped when he was in high school. Had the worst rap name ever, Tiger Eye. Terrible, terrible rap name. And he's just this uh, white guy who went to my little private high school and he told everybody who was anybody that he was opening at the Middle East yeah. and he was doing a rap show. And he uh, my, he came up to me, he's like, AJ, you gotta come to this rap show because you gotta hear me rap. And I said, yeah, I can't wait. And he goes, and more importantly, you gotta come hear the dude I'm opening for. His name's Kendrick Lamar. He just released a thing <laughs> called Section 80 and he's the future. And I said, "That's great, Warren. I'll uh, I'll see what I can do." Needless to say, I did not go to the show. That was in May 2011, right after Section 80 had come out, and uh, the rest is history. Open for Kendrick. Yeah, he gets to say that the rest of his life. Yeah, the, the, of he course. gets to tell. He gets to tell. That's an accolade. I'm I opened for Kendrick Lamar. Clink. The pitch one was like crazy, absolutely crazy. Wow. At the Middle East, so. Wow. Uh, 
Kendrick is not playing the Middle East anymore. No. Kendrick, I, I couldn't believe it when he opened for Kanye on the Yeezus tour that he was still opening for anybody after Good Kid Mad City came out. And he, I don't think he'll be opening for anybody anymore. Where did he play last time I saw him? You can, but in Boston? Wilbur. You saw, the, he played the Wilbur Theater? Mm-hmm. He's, he's bigger than that now. I feel yeah. like Kendrick could do the garden now. No, I, I met Kendrick. You met him? Yeah. When? A couple years ago. That's excellent. Oh, oh man we have to pull up photo evidence this is riveting podcast it's riveting podcast radio dude he's tiny which is he's a, he's a tiny dude hilarious. most listen the, the rule of thumb Don Earl is that athletes are bigger than you think and like musicians in Hollywood and entertainers are just smaller than you think oh, always dude, dude, when I met Kendrick I was like dude how are you so goddamn tiny yeah you 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 now how tall are you you are a bouncer, like yeah, and like you're, six foot, six foot ish. You're you're like six feet, and you tower over K Dot. Yeah, towering. Yeah, yeah. That's a great shot, and that's that's young K Dot too. Look at this. Yeah, from 2012. Yeah, this is this is before that's that picture is before Good Kid, Mad City dropped. Dude, that was when he was just doing a doing a this is when tours tours around the, like random streetswear spots. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, Kendrick's gonna the stop. Streetwear, the- right? Yes, 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 yes. This is after the the recipe had already come out. Exactly. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. Streetwear is where, where my love is, and I'm like, all right, he's gonna be there. Cool, I'll be there with him. That's not a problem. Is there anything else that you would like to talk about on this podcast, Aaron? Because we have to keep talking, but I don't. I, I didn't do a good enough job planning out the podcast. <laughs> so we we I I I. I Thought about asking you just what your favorite albums and songs were of 2016. Because even though we're in the middle of January already, it's never too late to look back and hear what There's you like. There's a couple things that you've missed on on, 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 uh, on your Oh, album. which I appreciate you listening to, by the way, yeah. with me and my man Jake. Boz. Boz. Yes. Mm-hmm. What's was the, the uh, Too High to Write? Too High to Write. I, I fucking loved Like I saw, I heard two albums of that, and then I, I had to buy it. Mm-hmm. Which is also J. Cole. Um... I mean, for your eyes only, yeah. But I mean, that's everyone's gonna say that. But there's a couple of tracks. People, some people love it, and some people hate it. And I understand. I don't understand why you. Are we talking it. about J. Cole? Yes. He's very divisive. I don't understand hate. Hate is just a way too powerful emotion to associate with a musician. For exactly. me. Exactly. Like if you hate, if you hate Floyd Mayweather because he like beat up a woman I get that I understand I get that but like if you hate a musician because you don't like their music that is totally misplaced hate it isn't J. Cole is rapping the life he lives now right there is no struggle there's no he rapping about you know his newborn you know his marriage Mm -hmm. and his newborn child this is the life I've got to live I understand that it's what Chance is rapping about same thing exactly cool I understand. Don't rap about guns and shit that you don't, you don't use or have to need. No, you rap about your life, right? Here, now. Here's here's what I, I say. I say that J Cole is a very good producer and a good rapper, which makes him above average. Ah, Am I not giving him a new? Is that disrespectful? Yes. Because I, I I feel this. I feel like he's. I feel he's he's a. Do you know what the producer? Eh, I'll give him that. I think that, uh, and I said this to you before, that some of the beats on Four Souls Drive, and even going back to Friday Night Lights, are better than any of his raps. I think the beat to Tale of Two Cities, or the beat to uh, Too Deep for the Intro, that Erica Badu sample, I think like beats like that are better than anything he's ever rapped. Uh, I just don't think, I think he raps very vanilla. He's like vanilla ice cream. No! He's like, he, talk, he, he, spe- he talks about very general things so that a lot of people can relate to them. 
And look, look, like how though? I mean, he's he's talking about hey, I got married. Hey, you know. no, no, no. I, I, I'm not. I'm not saying any of it is uh, not genuine. It's all genuine. None, of, none of it is inauthentic. I just don't think it's flames. Inter- interesting. I just don't think it's okay. flames, I, man. I, I give you that. Um, it's it's good rapping and very good producing. And hashtag Team Lightskin, because <laughs> white people white people are more likely to like a lightskin rapper than they are. I'm that's that is a fact. Well, I mean, granted, my favorite rapper, like like literally my favorite rapper is Big Crit. Is Crit? Yeah. And how many white people do you know who love Big Crit? Mm. None. Yeah. None. Yeah. Par- partially because his name's Big Crit, but like Dude, it, it's so funny. <laughs> like like I go to Big, so every time Big Crit comes to Boston, I've got to be there. Yeah, 100%. absolutely. Every single time, and like I see one person like, hey! right? It's and a revelation. Like, you're, you're all of a sudden. You, I'm definitely giving you a drink. You're definitely smoking that's that. So funny. You're definitely smoking. That's, that's 100. percent You out here? You hit with me? You in the mosh? Let's go. Smoke you down. You get a drink. 100%. That's fantastic. That's VIP treatment. That's love. That's man. That's, 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 that's a crit love. Like I, you fuck with crit. You, you, you definitely my brother. I I'd appreciate that, especially as someone who doesn't really listen to Big Crit. Oh, I I oh. might have to get on that bandwagon. Dude, I'll have to you, give it a listen. Dude, his like, and, like his intensity uh-huh. as far as like every time he comes to Boston, it's like like he'll look in, like look at you and it's like I swear like he's he'll hundred percent he jumped in the ground. 100%. He jumps always jumps in the hundred percent. Uh huh. Hundred percent. Like like you can always tell when he goes like this jury off. Yep. 30 seconds later, he's in the crowd. He's, 100%. He never... Smart man taking the jewelry it, off for a stage time. Very smart man. Of course. I mean, it is Boston, but Nick's is grind. But it, it, it's, it's, it's beautiful, man. Crit. Because I think, I think if you're going to be... It's, it's weird to just sort of talk about this, but like I think if you're a, a, a very dark dude, then you have to make more poppy music. Like if you're Travis Scott or ASAP Rocky, who makes more melodic-based hip-hop, then... Uh, a white crowd is more likely to, to take to you. Is Am I crazy? I can see you pondering. Like the brain. Pond, are you pondering what I'm pondering? I'd I don't like, know. I'd, I'd like to say no, but I mean, the kind of the evidence speaks yes. Yeah, because cause if you're Big Crit or you're... I mean, I, don't, I couldn't picture Meek Mill coming to Boston and selling out. I know he's a Philly guy, but coming to Boston and selling out... Because Meek Mill doesn't really make melodic. Well, here's it. So, so, so the guys that don't hip hop, the guys that don't make melodic music, tend to be hood guys, right? And now, when when they're hood guys, they speak to hood people. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the people that live in the hood are darker skinned individuals. Yep. So the people that show up to you know a hood event are hood people. At all, these so you don't all... you don't expect to you know see people non hood. Or hood adjacent, which would be myself, right, to show up to a hood event, and I mean, yeah, unfortunately, white people don't want to show up to hood event, man. Nope. Uh, if, if it's not poppy or poppy ish, mm-hmm. yeah, they're not gonna show up, right? Yeah. So you agree with me? Fuck. Now, now, now you put it out. Yeah, yeah. It's a weird thing to think about because Kendrick is is more than you can't. I can't. I don't want to pigeonhole that dude because I think he's the best artist making music. Mm-hmm. And and he's a dark skinned guy, but he can make any kind of song that he wants. Granted, he made a song with Taylor Swift. Right, he made Bad Blood. You know what he, I mean? Exactly. Like, Granted, he made a song with Taylor Swift, so that that kind of yeah, yeah. He's still the baddest dude. 
Do you want to know? I when I did the top tens at the end of the year, top fives, top tens. I had a moment where I really wanted to break down the top five Kendrick guest verses of the year because he had that many fantastic guest verses. I did not like, in 2016. I did not like Bad Blood. This um, this is of 2016. Bad okay, okay. The year before. Okay, is it? Yeah. Dude, here's it. My music kind of has been mush. All it's all it's all together. Between 15 and 16. Yeah. I mean, it's it's because a lot of good stuff comes out in a short amount of time, yeah, man. But think about it. He had Kendrick Lamar rapped on Goosebumps on the Travis Scott album. Okay. He rapped on uh, What's Wrong on the Isaiah Rashad album, uh, which is... That is another album where fucking... I heard two tracks I bought immediately. Yeah. Immediately. You loved Sun's Tyrant. Immediately. Is e- I, I immediately. It was beautiful. I, I would postulate that it's the most underrated album of 2016. Is the Sun's Tyrate. Partially because I hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me go throughout. And I and I made a lot. And there are a lot of great albums in 2016. Yeah. Like a ton. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah out, I, outside I, I, outside my top five, which in the top ten in order were Blonde, Coloring Book, Seat at the Table, Malibu, Life of Pablo. Telephone by No Name, Untitled Unmastered, We Got It From Here, Thank You For Your Service, Tribe Called Quest, uh, Lemonade by Beyonce, and then Bon Iver, 22 A Million. There were a gazillion good albums even after that that got a lot of shine. Schoolboy Q, Blank Face, Atrocity Exhibition by Danny Brown, Jeffrey by Young Thug, Anti yeah. by Rihanna, <laughs> Views by Drake, Awaken My Love, Childish Gambino, For Your Eyes Only, uh, uh... Duh. Even even YG, even still Brazy got a little bit of traction. More uh, traction than Sun's tirade. Yeah, but whatever. Uh oh, Don Earl got up. Yeah, yeah. We're moving. We're moving. You know why? Because Don Earl and I are treating ourselves. Watch about Ricardi. Can you hear that? You hear that? Mm. Wait, that's that's a cheddar. That's a that's a generous <laughs> amount of Bacardi. What are you doing? I gotta work a little bit later, man. It's so, crazy uh, shit. I'll, I'll be in. Well, you'll be there. Uh, there you go. Come on in. Uh, the, the the album. Yes, Lord. No worries. That al- that album got a bunch of shine because Gross. It, because Anderson Park is so good. Gross. 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 <laughs> Gross. Gross. On the tears, baby. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, Gross. Um. A, no, but a son's tirade. I, mm-hmm. I absolutely love that album. Did or uh, other ones? Divine Feminine. Mac Miller got a bunch of shine. An album you liked a lot. Or do you not wait? What's what's that? Excuse my French. Uh huh. I hated Mac Miller before before this album. Mm hmm. Hated it. I heard that album. I went to the concert. You went to see Mac Miller live because of that album. Yes. Was he good live? Yes. All right. Yes. God damn. Yes. Yes. Because this Mac Miller is not a Mac. It's not kids. It's Mac way Miller. different. It's way this different. Is not this is not senior skip day Kool Aid and frozen pizza, Mac Miller. Way exactly. different. Way different. He's it's, a talent. He's a talented motherfucker, and he it, actually it's showed Mac it. Miller, quote unquote, in love slash. I'm I'm grown slash I, I know my producers slash I'm, slash I'm punching way above my weight because I am an ugly motherfucker, and Ariana Grande <laughs> is not. <laughs> let, me, let me just say that I love Mac Miller. He is not the, you the easiest know on the eyes. How you are. Yeah, I I also love that Mac Miller sings. Oh, it cr- cracks me up that he sings, dude. It, it's, uh, man, I, I I I I have to say, I like that. Yeah, album. man. 
I like that album. The song Dang with Anderson Pac made my top 10 songs list well, of the, the year. That's, that's the thing. That's what got me started. Right. And then I'm like, okay, Anderson. what is that on to? What's the and album? Then the, the album, the song after that, Stay, is a pretty good song. It, exactly. So I'm like, okay. And then I went to YouTube. I'm like, okay, what's the album? I'm like, Divine, Divine Feminine. Feminine, right. Okay, boom. Play the entire thing on YouTube. Cinderella with I'm High like, Dollar okay. Sign. Okay. The wow. out, The outro with Kendrick. Wow, I love this track. I like that track. Right. Like, wow. Okay. Do you? Five. Do you think that the album is officially so in the mid two thousands, even in the early twenty tens, mm-hmm. uh, the album was a was sort of not a thing. It was all singles. It was the it iTunes generation. We well no 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 early. See you're getting ahead of yourself. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, early aughts, two thousand to two thousand five is mixtape era, right? Okay. That's 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 sort of the peak of mixtapes. Okay. Rest in peace, Dipset, uh, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. Uh, but the 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 from two thousand five to two thousand twelve. Yeah. We're really all, less about albums and more about collections of singles and buying singles on iTunes and, and you don't need an album to be a cohesive entity anymore. And now the last couple years, I really think that it changed when Beyonce dropped her self-titled at the end of 2013. And ever since then, we've gotten all different kinds of album releases but, and albums that are more albums I rather than I, just I, collections I of songs. But different. Because between that time, it was the... The mixtape that sounded like albums. Uh-huh. Like like, like Section 80, like Acid Rap. Exactly. Where it's like, okay, it's it's EQ like like mixed like albums. It's it you know, it flowed like albums. Wrath of Kane by Push T. You know, you know they, they toured like it was albums, mm-hmm. but it technically was an album. Right. Because you know Because it was free and you could just it, download exactly, that piff or whatever. Because they you know their uh the the label wouldn't sell it. Mm-hmm. It was one of those things where they toured off of they made money off, Nostal- money off Nostalgia Ultra, Frank Ocean. Exactly, exactly. Where it's like, okay, cool. Where it's like, I'll go see this. I know that song because it's off of your free album. J. Cole about, had a bunch of mixed it. Come Up, Warm Up, Friday Night Lights, Mac Miller, Kids, it, Best Day Ever, exactly. whatever. It's one of those things where it's like, mixtape, 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 mixtape. Right. Okay, and then album. And uh, and uh, Chance 3 is is sort of the, the, the furthest you can straddle that line between being an album mixtape. and being a mixtape. Yeah. Uh, so you, so you, not only are you sort of rejecting my question, is the, is the album back? You're saying, cheers. You're cheers. saying it never left. Because the mixtape held it over. Yes. You're yes. Say, you're saying the mixtape took place of the album. Exactly. Right? It took its place. Yes. And now we're back. Yes. Okay. Yes. I, I'm okay. saying that the mixtape evolved into a stronger mixtape, which evolved into a paid mixtape mm-hmm. which was basically a fucking album mm-hmm. damn that, that I think we're we're solving uh, societal yeah. issues yeah here, dude, that, that's what it was it was like you know let's pay for my paid mixtape like motherfucker that's an album right if I'm paying for it it's an album do you miss the do you miss the early 2000s where little Wayne like if you the, the, there was if there was a hot song no matter what the song was your favorite rapper would jump on that beat and rap over it Cause yes because that, that doesn't happen yes. anymore at all dude I do oh my god yeah, and and a step this, further will that come back no 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 the only person that that has done that AK my my brother is big Crick. Oh, your boy! So, so Brick Crate did a big. It's called a twelve for twelve. Twelve for twelve. Where he jumped on, jumped on twelve different records. Okay. Twelve of something he had no association with, with, and just murdered every single one. <laughs> but no, it, it's one person that I remember doing that was Little Wayne on No Ceilings. 
Thank you. No ceilings. No ceilings was the shit. Yeah. And that was Absolutely. the last time I remember someone jumping on everybody's but it, but it, record. But it happened. All those Lil Wayne mixtapes, uh, like 05, 06, he jumped on every single song that you could imagine. And then, like uh, Dipset and 50 Cent and people did that around that time a little earlier than that. But now it's not a thing except for your boy Big Crit. Yeah, but th- that, that breeds creativity, though. It's right. Like, it, so it, why is it not a thing anymore? Is it a copyright thing? No. Or do people just not want to do it? No, it's, it's, it's not a competition thing. It's like, it's... If you feel it, so if you rapped on something, I rapped on it better. Yep. You should feel offended. Yep. And you should murder what I put out there. Right. Just absolutely annihilate <laughs> what I put out there. That, that's Why what do, should happen. Do you think we'll ever get another legit? In because in, in rap, there's no beef anymore. It's all fake beef, mm. faux beef. It's like a vegan faux bacon. <laughs> it's like. You know that you know that bacon that's just so flat. It's got no like ugh. <laughs> they, they give the free samples of. The, yeah, that's what rap beef is in twenty. Will it ever actually come back? We'll have, where we'll have a legit rap beef in the in the in, the, in at least the semi mainstream because obviously beefs can happen in the underground even now. But they, but but I'm talking about that gets national attention. Will there's there a, be a significant rap beef? There's a, I wish, but who? Yeah, I don't know. Because like, people, like, who's gonna have balls to go? What you did on that shit sucks. What I'm gonna do on it is better, and I'm gonna show you how. Because the closest thing that we got in the last five years to any sort of rap beef was Kendrick's verse on Control, where Kendrick called everybody out and asked them to raise their game. Yeah, but but how, that's not beef. How? How long ago was that? And 2013. Then, exactly. And Big Crit responded to it. Yes, he did. Because and Big Crit gets mentioned in that, mm-hmm. which people don't don't quite remember. No one he gets, gives Big Crit. He gets no mentioned. Love. And he I, gets it, mentioned. It hurts me so much that no one gives Big Crit no love. It it like it, it underrated. It pains me so much. I'll have to give him a listen and see if he's. I'll I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll, I'll come back when you come back on this podcast tomorrow. No, <laughs> whenever you end up coming back, uh, I will give you a uh, you, an analysis of Big you Crit. You name any Big Crit song, I will play for you. And one, I've got to play two in my car. All right. Because my Don Earl's been bragging about playing songs in his car, which I can't wait because like, when Don Earl brags I've about something, he backs system, it up. And my system is ridiculous. I believe it. So I upgraded it for that reason. But I, uh, I do got to drive it away from my house because I do live in a... Uh, Interesting, quote unquote, neighborhood. So I uh, don't want my shit to be missing. Don Earl, we're gonna do uh, a bit of a speed round now. This okay. is just this is off the cuff. Is I have not usually I prepare speed round questions. This is just what I'm doing. Who's whose next album are you more excited to listen to, Beyonce or Solange? Solange. Ooh, Solange. Uh, who is uh, the best rapper alive? Crit. Crit. I love this. I love this. Um, who? Which artist? Making music right now, would you pay the most money to go see? I gotta say with my man. You saying Big Crit? Yes, sir. Again, you would pay more money to see him than anybody else. I've paid love more it. money on concerts for Big Crit than anybody else. I, I love this. For, you're, you're, I believe, you're, you're a day every, one, ride every, or die. Every time Crit steps into Boston, I'm there. Rain uh, or shine, whatever I do, I'm, I'm there. Yay or nay on uh, uh, socks and sandals? Good God. Chocolate doesn't sandals? Yes. Like Sims and Sock? Eh. Explain explain the difference for the people real quick. Chocolate doesn't like slides, like the the Nike slides with with socks? Yes. Okay. Sandals and socks? Kill yourself. Well, you can't because what you're saying, sandals, where you're like 
you're yeah, songing yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, the, the front two toes. Ugh. You can't do that Ugh. with a sock. No. No, no, Ugh. that's blasphemous. Chancletas, yes. So if you're Chanc- folding over the top, like over the, over the top of the toes. Yeah. yeah and you can slide them. Yeah, right, right, right. Okay. If they slide in, do what you got to do, money. Okay. Do what you got to do. What is the best way for people to stay warm? You, you Were you talking about this? Athletic? Athletic? Uh, Good no, lord. No, no, go ahead. Go on this rant real quick. Because I need, I need the people to hear this. Male... Male yoga pants. Male yoga. <laughs> my God, dude, they're fucking amazing. It, it, it's one of those things where my brother's a runner, so I made fun of him. He told me to buy them. They're beautiful. They're it, beautiful. The <laughs> the wind can blow and you feel nothing. It makes no sense. Like I went running them one time with shorts. And I was fine. It, was, it, it made no sense. It was beautiful. Who's the best basketball player alive? Ooh. Uh, right now, as of January 12th, 2017, where we are in this NBA season, who's the best basketball player alive? Don Earl is deep in thought. Deep, deep in thought. And I mean like uh, like <laughs> brain waves. <laughs> Not to be confused with thoughts. I'm going to have to go LBJ. That's correct. That's good. Because if you would answer that question incorrectly, and that would be incorrect if you had said anybody <laughs> else, <laughs> we would have ended the podcast and right dude. there. And the, the correct oh, answer God. is LeBron. My and hairline has L- somehow made a miraculous comeback. Oh, my James. God. My my hairline's made of black paint. <laughs> AKA Basquiat does my hairline, ah. James. Jesus, bro, let it go, let it go, let it go. But let does, your hairline go. Does, does, despite what Don Earl just offered up in terms of, of vocals, he is one of the best singers nice. I know. Don Earl, will you now that you have a job free? Are you ever going to pursue, maybe in, let's say, the near future? I don't even know. You can define the near future as whatever you want. Are you going to pursue something musical as the, to, to get paid for? Because you're one of the most musical people I know. And, and it uh, is a disservice to you and people who know you <laughs> that you are not involved in something musical as a, 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 a source of payment. Yes, loud! Yes, loud! That's a yes? You're going to pursue something? I'm, I'm not. I wouldn't turn it down, man. Damn right. It's 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 a love of mine. So why would I not? Yeah. Why would I not? I'm really glad that we got that on on wax, so I can I can play that back. Erase that shit. Yeah, erase it. Erase it. Erase. Yes, love. Doesn't exist. Uh, oh. who has the highest ceiling over the next five years? I'm gonna give you a multiple choice question. Who has okay. the highest ceiling as far as musical artistry goes? Okay. Anderson Pac. Okay. Kendrick Lamar. Chancellor Bennett, aka Chance the Rapper. Name. Those three dudes, or my favorite musical artist of all time, Kanye West, who has the highest musical ceiling from 2017 to 2022. Pac. Pac. I feel like he's gonna do, he's gonna do you know he's gonna produce a couple albums. He's gonna be featured on. He's gonna be the Nate Dog of 2017. He's just gonna be everywhere. He's gonna pop up everywhere. He's gonna, rest every in peace, single re- song. Rest in peace, Nate Dog. Yes, sir. Yes, yes, Lord. Let me let's cheers to that. Rest in peace, Nate Dog. Yo, he's, he's, I feel like he's gonna be on everything. Like, dude, why are you on this track? Okay, you know, fine. It doesn't matter. It's fine. Okay, we don't yeah. question it. Yeah, exactly. Okay, whatever, dude. Whatever. He, Go ahead. <sighs> okay, you, you kill this track. Cool. Let's do it. 
So in a similar vein, which musical artists are you most excited to hear when they make a guest first on a song? A guest appearance on a song? Is it you still your boy, Big Crit, just because you're excited for him to get Shine? Or is it somebody else? Like, if you heard... Yeah. Is it Crit? Yeah. It's Crit! Yeah, because he doesn't do that many guest appearances. Right. So, so it's one, like, like, literally, he... he uh, he made a guest appearance on a jazz track the other day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh! It was, I was, a jazz track? Dude, it was... Big crit on a jazz track? Well, here's the thing. It so, happens? So he's got a couple guys that, uh, you know, on his last album, were kind of, you know, in the process of his, his, his album. Mm-hmm. And one guy who played trumpet on his album, who he featured on his album. Uh-huh. And then another guy who played uh, Nuggets. So it was a return the favor kind of deal. Exactly. Okay. And it was another guy who returned the favor, and he returned the favor to that. And I'm like, dude, he's killer. Last musical-related question before we do into quick little fun things about you. Do Is Awaken uh, My Love the best thing Childish Gambino has ever produced, has ever, ever made as a, as a musical artist? And do you want him to continue pro- going down this line, this trajectory that he's going down? Or would you rather him veer back into the rap thing? No. No? No. I like Awaken My Love. I like where he's going with it. I like him to keep that, that, that route. I'm glad we're of one mind on that. I, I, I like him to keep Don that. Earl. It, it, it's very production heavy, very funky, very, yes. Very, very Parliament Funkadelic George Clinton 70s vibe. It's funny because he, he actually kind of, he kind of threw a little, a little bits and pieces in Atlanta. Uh-huh. Yeah, he threw the album cover yeah. as an Easter egg. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, oh. So little tiny it. things. He's giving himself some shine. Don Earl, do you have a favorite food? That is one of the hardest yes. questions you can ever ask a person. Yes. But what is your answer? I'm a Jamaican American. Uh huh. So I love ackee and saltfish. Ackee and saltfish. Yes. For for those who are just so woefully uncultured that they don't know <laughs> what that is, can you explain what that is? That is the national dish of Jamaica. Mm. Uh, it is. Saltfish is, is self-explanatory. It's a fish. Yes, it, it's codfish that's salted. Mm. Aki, I cannot describe. <laughs> I can't. It looks like scrambled eggs, but it's not. But it's not. No. Is it spicy? No. No. So it's not. There's there's nothing with kick in this aki and saltfish dish. Maybe. Maybe if you want to do it that way. Depends on who cooks it. Okay. Maybe. Do you have a favorite actor or actress? That's a much that that is a much harder off the the cuff question because some people just know what their favorite food is. Not many people have a favorite actor or actress sitting there in the forefront of their brains. I'm doing a very good job stalling for you right now. I, I, I don't I don't want to be generic and say Denzel. I was thinking because whether I, or not you'd say Denzel because I mean, like I love the uh, flight. I love the movie. Uh huh. I love Training Day. Yep. You know I love. Uh, what the bill just Training? Put the no one wants roots. Roots, roots, roots hurts in the heart. Yep. Uh, I'm trying to think, man. Do you? So, so I, I, if you want to say Denzel, there is nothing wrong with no, saying Denzel. No, but I feel like that's generic. But I, I need. You need somebody. Should we? Con, should Should this be a to, to be continued question that no. you answer at a later date? No, you're gonna answer it right now. You snapped Malik, your fingers. Malik Williams. Malik Williams. Yes. Best known for his roles in Omar and. Oh, Michael Kenneth Williams. Yes, I'm sorry. Michael I, I Kenneth Williams, at, who, who is on the night of the HBO series yes. that just happened. He was Chalky White on Boardwalk Empire, and he's Omar in The Wire. 
He's the best character on the best show of all time. Omar's coming, guys. Omar's you come at the king. Omar's coming. You best not miss. E- ah, <laughs> we could have a whole wire podcast. No. I don't don't oh. get me started. You gonna shoot at somebody on Sunday? On a Sunday, on a bona fide color. I'm here sitting here holding the crown of a bona fide colored lady. You know what that is? Not show moms for show. Okay. Shout out Slim Charles. Anyway. Indeed. 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 I keeps one in the chamber Dude, in case you pondering. So, so I was talking. I was talking to a girl one night. Uh oh. And I said, up. Yeah. Someone's going to Go ahead. Um. And I sent her in a picture of Omar, and she's like, I don't get it, and I I was kind of hurt. You were hurt? Absolutely. I'm like, Ma, how do you not know Omar? Like, Omar coming, yo. Omar, I'm like, Omar, coming, Omar yo. coming, Like, hide your shit, Omar coming. How do you not know Omar? God damn. Jesus. Now, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, oh. Like, he's looking cute. Because I was stuck. Exactly. Omar introduced homosexuality to black people. Bang! Because every hood dude hated Omar. Go, I mean, every home, uh, hood dude loved Omar. But was like, yeah, he, he's gay, but he's he's still a hood nigga. He's the dude. Exactly. I love him, but I hate him because you know you love him because he'll put a you know a twelve gauge pump shot into your cheek and go run your shit. But he also you know loves his uh, boyfriend. It's one of those weird things where like like, like when he goes out to get the cereal. Uh, and, morning, and, that's, and, then and they and they they they, oh. they drop the garbage bag of drugs back as he's coming out in a bathrobe, right? Everybody's oh my coming out, everybody's spreading out the way, and then he gets back and he pours the cereal and he goes, They didn't have the honey nut. His boyfriend goes, They didn't have honey nut Cheerios. That's one of the best scenes in the television oh my show God, ever. Dude. Uh I can't really think of a better note to end on than talking about Omar. So Don Earl Omar coming, baby. Would you like to say say goodbye to the people? Stay black and beautiful. That's right. Don't We're going to have you back on the podcast sooner rather than later. All right. Would you like to come back? Of course. Would you like to record it at my house so we can have cooler temperatures when we're recording? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Absolutely. All right. Go. We will see you later. For you can, As always, you can listen to all episodes of Fighting Fire with Fire at SoundCloud.com slash Fighting Fire with Fire. Give us a like on Facebook at Facebook.com slash The AJ Rose Show. Shoot us a tweet on Twitter at The AJ Rose Show. Send us an email, AJRoseShow at gmail.com. Hit me up on Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, at A Jeremy Rose. For Donner O'Brown, I'm AJ Rose. You've been listening to Fighting Fire with Fire. We will see y'all yeah. next time. All Peace right. out. Later. <laughs>